High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Coming back to us all the way from down under is uh, Barry Kenny, who uh, moonlights as Corporate Communications <laughs> Manager at Irish Rail, uh, but is our travel whiz. Now, you've been away forever. You must have phenomenal travel things to talk about. Uh, well, we do, and we'll probably split up a little bit. Um, we were... Australia, kind of a mini family reunion thing going on. But on the way back, we decided to check what a country is like 12 months after they elect a madman as president. And we went to the Philippines to get a little bit of a and cast. Is that where you got your tan um, and your haircut? It's, well, yeah, two euro haircut in the back streets of Manila, which is, uh, <laughs> I can tell you. It looks like one, yeah. <laughs> almost worth going but, for but a it, Tell me about this. First of all, tell me about the guy in the Philippines. Yeah. What's his name? Rodrigo Duterte, or Duterte Harry, as he is known, because he has launched a drugs war. And this is not your incarceration-based drugs war. This is uh, extrajudicial killings, basically. If you're involved in drugs, the police or indeed the population are free to kill you without trial at the moment. Right. The man is enormously popular. And you went there in your holidays. We did. I'd like, there, is, there appears to be no limit that you're not prepared to go for the benefits of the programme. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> entirely, entirely. So you went to Manila, presumably. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to go through. If you're going there, lots of ways of getting to the Philippines, but uh, you will generally land through Manila. Now, Manila is a massive city. It's a massive country for a start. It's over 7,000 islands. There's over 100 million people. But Manila is up to 20 million people, depending on how you define the city. And it's a sprawl. It is any number of cities uh, formed into one. And it's also effectively a city that was destroyed at the end of the Second World War. It had a very strong Spanish heritage. Magellan actually claimed it for uh, Spain first. Uh, and This is where MacArthur said he'd come back. And absolutely. All that sort of MacArthur liberated uh, Manila after uh, yeah. the Battle of Manila in the Second World War. Uh, over 100,000 civilians massacred by the Japanese. So there's a lot of that history. So history buffs, World War II buffs, an awful lot going on. At its facade, at its appearance, Manila is not a tourist destination. So you got out of Manila? Well, no, I mean, I want to give it its dues now because... Did you go to the American Cemetery? The American Cemetery, yes. Obviously, thousands of graves there. Cemetery tourism, if that is your thing, (laughs) Manila is your city. Because you can go to the Chinese Cemetery where they have the most ornate mausoleums, some of which are equipped with aircon and toilets. Um, And then there's the North Cemetery, which is uh, uh, just beyond that, which has actually become a living community. There are 6,000 people living amongst the gravestones and the government is always trying to evict them and get them out. These are homeless people. Effectively. Well, they have formed homes and built homes in and around the graves. Um, you've also got the old city, Intramuros, which as I say was completely destroyed except for one cathedral, um, San Augustine Cathedral in the middle of it and a fascinating uh, now, museum. Now, yeah, okay. There. Barry Kearney is, is back from the Philippines talking travel, but mm. um, the, when you enter Manila now, yeah. which... You stayed in a fancy dandy hotel or you My did old friend's Airbnb. You did not. I did, yeah. Lovely apartment beside the Mall of Asia, right? And Like, I mean, as Chopping Mall of such scale, even I was impressed. It was, a, it was incredible. Uh, and your Airbnb, you took a risk and you, you took your <laughs> wife into an apartment owned by somebody you didn't know who they were. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fingerprint codes and everything for the door. <laughs> Great stuff, right? So you're in there. 
we were wandering around these old fortifications and we are in Fort Santiago, which, by the way, was rebuilt and reinforced by a Galway man in the 18th century, Dionisio O'Kelly, <laughs> who sent plaques to him. Anyway, the place is crawling with police and military, like absolutely yeah. packing heat. And we're thinking, God, is President Duterte himself around? Is there some sort of security operation? So I go up and say, you know, what's happening here? Is this the norm? The Miss Universe finalists were passing <laughs> through for a photo shoot. <laughs> With Donald Trump, probably. He's yeah, involved he, in that. He sold the rights last year. Yeah. Yes. So I knew he was involved. He was, he was. It was his uh, pageant of that time. So uh, I was not allowed linger in Fort <laughs> Santiago with all of the Miss Universe cont- uh, contestants going around. Um, I have to say, Manila kind of grew on me after a little bit of time. I mean, there's parts of it that have the gleaming malls, the high-rise buildings, a good, very lively bar scene. Um, it's not an attractive city on, its, on the face of it. But there's quite a lot there from that history point of view. Now, one of the things I, I noticed is um, a family program. But yeah. one of the things about, like, Southeast Asia, mm. like Bangkok and so on, is the whole idea of sex tourism and mm. so on. Now, is Manila sleazy in that way? Um didn't happen across those areas. To be so honest, therefore, there is, it's not as obvious as it right. would be in a Bangkok, for example. Yeah. But it is very much there. Um, it is illegal and there, the, the huge problem there is child prostitution and uh, the government... So the president hasn't fixed it, yet. No, drugs are his war and that is the popular war. I can assure you of that. And oh, wow. people get embarrassed by what he says about Obama being the son of a whore and all of this type of thing. Did he? Yeah, and, and the Pope as well. You know, this is his <laughs> kind of standard insult. Um, uh, but uh, effectively, the economy is growing, crime is dropping. And most people Everybody's I spoke to better are yeah. reasonably happy. Uh, Barry Kenny, uh, the uh, communications manager for Erin Rodern, is with us, of course, because Barry does travel for us. The Oscar nominations are going out on a... Uh, uh, a live stream from Los Angeles. We'll have them for you with Philip Malloy before we clear Irish actress Ruth Nagy is nominated now. Uh, so that's big news. Um, the, but you went eventually to some sort of gorgeous beachfront hotel or something, didn't you? Yeah, well, it was, you know, my kind of, you know, little thatched cottage on beachfront <laughs> um, uh, with a farm beside us with uh, cockroaches. No, did you rent some other oddball place to stay? Well, it was just a kind of a guest house, not particularly, not your standard, right? It was... But I you don't can get go, this. Right, I yeah. don't know how you do this. Why? So you got this through, like, internet, but yeah. you dialed it Absolutely, and yeah. said, nice the island, island of yes. whatever. Yeah. What was it, the island It's Palawan called? Island, right? Right. And Boracay is the famous island in the Philippines for tourism. White Beach, it's very resorty, it's very built up, very up, beautiful beaches. But Palawan two major travel magazines in the States have declared it the most beautiful island in the world in the last 12 months. Yeah. So, for Would you... Would this be somebody like Condé Nast? Yes, Condé Nast Traveller and Travel and Leisure magazine. Both if Condé Nast say it, apparently, it's like the Oscars. That's... Effectively, they are the Bible right now. Now... So that's where you went? Yeah. Now, of course, the Condé Nast... The Condé Nast Traveller uh, traveler is going to stay in the nice fancy resort offshore that you'll stay in, where it's 400 euro a night and butlers come up and service you every need, right? This is... We stayed a little bit more, I suppose, guesthousey uh, en route. Very, very nice. Again, one of these places, when you hit it first, not as developed as, say, some of the Thai resorts uh, or other South East But are we talking resorts. glorious beaches and surf you and water? You are talking stunning 
speeches. I mean, that would hold uh, competition with anywhere else on earth. These are white sand, karst cliffs. And were you, were you and Mrs. Kenny, like, were you lying out in your swim gear and on mm. your towel and all yes. that sort of stuff? Yeah, no issue there. It's a Catholic country. There isn't any uh, restrictions. This isn't it? like uh, Brazil, like where if you got up your towel and came back, your towel's gone. No, uh, inc- very, very safe. Extraordinarily friendly. Anybody who's met Filipinos, I yeah, mean, they sure. travel the world uh, and and are celebrated for People their welcome. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So this town, anyway, busy, lively, not a tourist town, a very living town at the heart of it. El Nido, it's called the the, the nest. It means just outside of the town, up the shoreline, any number of absolutely sparkling coves. And what it really does its business on is these little island hopping day trips uh, that are government regulated. They have to follow the same <laughs> route, A, B, C or D, which take you to the very, very best. You are going to find hidden lagoons. You'll have to clamber through a gap in the rocks and you will find rock formations and sea and sand that are cathedral-like in terms of the way the light plays on the water, in the way it's reflected up the walls of the uh, of the cavern that you find yourself in. No, you haven't in. been to the Philippines before. This no, was no, your this first, is the trip, first time. No. Right, and okay. it was a slow grower. I have to say, when you came along first, you're saying, what the hell are these people talking about? The most beautiful island in the world. But then you just start saying, beach after beach that you encounter. The, the, the quality um, and the... The space, you know, busy, good scene, but with, without being overrun. You can do these tours. I hopped in a kayak one day, 45 minutes to find my own little cove. You went no off in your else. own kayak. You tend to do this. I must yeah. say, uh, the listeners are appalled by the fact you leave the lovely Mrs. <laughs> Ganey, you know, in danger of uh, losing her every every possession in some thatched cottage while you go off in a kayak. Yes. Um, well, Like some you know, latter day, <laughs> last of the Mohicans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was inspired by Magellan himself <laughs> discovering the Philippines oh, in 1521. Uh, now, one thing I did leave Mrs. Kenny behind for was a very popular pastime uh, for cultural exploration reasons cockfighting yeah yeah Filipinos love cockfighting so they're all around this uh, place what a sandy thing and they have two cocks there and the cocks have a kind of metal thing on their feet it's, or a, something. it's, is a, that? it's a blade uh, and oh. uh, effectively this is what stops a cockfight going on for days and, uh, and what means it is very very quick I mean it's, it's obviously cruel um, but it isn't gruesome, if you know what I and mean. And there's betting. There, it's about betting. I was fortunate or unfortunate to land on the day of the cock derby, right? 1pm <laughs> to 11pm, non-stop cockfighting, right? And everyone around seems to have their prize cock that they bring along. And it's quite a spectacle, I have to say. You've got them underneath the stand and they're both pardon the phrase both holding their cocks and they are <laughs> uh, all right. yeah, well it is what it is <laughs> and they are effectively riling the cocks against each other by holding right. them close yeah, to each yeah, other yeah, yeah. and then they build them up and in the ring and actually there's more excitement in just before the fight than during it because that's when the betting happens but now just let me I, yeah. because I know you you're hmm. the greatest adventurer of the 21st century are you the only kind of Caucasian? The in only, this place? yes, I literally am <laughs> the only. I mean, because this wasn't this was not advertised down the town where the tourists are walking around. Well, how did you the find it or get I, in? I knew it was in the area, and we were in a tricycle on the way from the airport to, to, the, to this little jalopy that's uh, metallic attached to a, a, a motorbike that we went from the airport to our accommodation in. And I passed the sign, and I said, 
to the driver. I said, is that what I think it is? He said, yeah, yeah, cockfighting. I said, when we get the bags back to the place, will you bring me back here? So we hopped back to it. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, um, as I say, you know the way they call UFC, the Conor McGregor stuff? Yeah. Human cockfighting. It is. That's exactly what it is. The ring is modelled on cockfighting rings. Uh, I mean, it is this oh, caged right. uh, environment there's nothing particular edifying. There's nothing particularly stylish about what happens. Right. What about currency here? Mm. Um, were you there clutching your Filipino dollars pesos, or whatever? Yeah. Pesos, Filipino And pesos. were you betting on everything? I, I, I get my hands by my side, lest, <laughs> lest I do something uh, uh, untoward <laughs> oh, or bet my life savings God. away. But literally, I mean, it is like looking at all the bookies making signals and you do not know what's going on. Nothing seems to be written down. But then once the fight is over... The money yes, is payout. Now, I have a text from somebody who said a number of people like Cebu. Yes. Uh, and this person, his wife is from Mindao. Yes. And, and, uh, Beautiful but life. not the southern part. Apparently. Right. Okay. There is conflict, I think, in part of Mindao. And, but Cebu is another right. high end, if you like, tourism okay. destination. Now, not all of the listeners mm. actually abandon their wives on holiday <laughs> and go <laughs> off in yes. kayaks and yes. cockfighting and yeah. everything else. But what about people who go there, like, and without doing the G-hook methodology, mm. you yes. want to go for a nice dinner or something. Yes. What good about time. Food? Yeah, very what good What kind of food? Well, Asian-like. Asian it? food. It's a, again, it's very much a melting pot. You have that Spanish influence. You have the fact that it was, don't forget, it was a U.S., United States dependency yeah. for about 50, 60 years. So you've got all your fried food and burgers and that's what you're into. But very good seafood, obviously. Some of the local delicacies I wouldn't be too sure about. Um, there's a thing, and I, and I would advise anyone listening to stand away from anything they're <laughs> eating right now. The only, the most disgusting thing I saw at the cockfighting was the snack they eat. It's called balut and colloquially known as eggs with legs. It's a duck embryo that is partially developed and they crack this open and they're literally spitting feathers out of their mouth while they're eating it and it is the most gruesome thing I've ever seen All consumed right. Well I have to tell you that Jean <laughs> Malloy in Arclo is calling for your resignation right. on the basis that you have been speaking about this barbaric cruelty with glee. Well it is barbaric but I mean it is part of their culture and it is, I mean it's enormous you want to see this place it was people were clinging to, to the, the rafters. rafters of a makeshift stand. And I stayed for half an hour. They were there for 10 hours. All right. But I mean, to be fair to yeah. you, yeah. I mean, you could have gone to Madrid and looked at bullfighting yeah. or yeah. you yeah. could have gone down to Caldera somewhere yeah. and watch them. I don't know whether they still do it on horses chasing yeah. foxes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I mean... I was interested in the fact that this is... Yeah. A, and I mean, it is, it is a social event. It is a betting yeah. event. It's cruel, as I say, but yet... It ends very, very quickly. Eamon and Turnier is appalled as well. Right. No, interesting. I just want to talk about Eamon Turnier for a minute because he came on the program about Duarte's attack on smugglers. There's an Irishman in prison down there. Yes. And and Eamon is fighting his case uh, because it's believed he was set up. Right. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, how do you rule extrajudicial uh, activity? You can't. And, And it was one person I spoke to. And, you know, maybe people are a little bit self-conscious about what they say. But there's only one person I spoke to that said, you know, something civil rights here are being ripped up or being trashed. Who's to say that somebody can't plant yeah. drugs or whatever on somebody? Well, I mean, Eamon Jr. Yeah. was on the program and was very, uh, I, I, we were very upset about mm. it, you yeah. know. And I, felt, and, and I genuinely don't mean to make light, but it is the life. And I can tell you that most people 
are supportive and polls would suggest that oh, at the moment okay. and they, they kind of grin and bear what he says okay you know? Susan Dublin added to the group uh, yeah. except this time she's blaming me right about the oh, your <laughs> my head yeah. I saw a cockfighting and I thought of George uh, you know it's me staying away and this isn't washing the hands but me staying away wasn't going to stop this thing going ahead uh, as I say I literally was the only non-local at it now, 7,000 islands. It's yes. very difficult when, like, the Iron Islands is the only place you've been. <laughs> right. 7,000 is a bit difficult to comprehend. It is. And, you know, obviously quite a number of those aren't inhabited, but an enormous number are. And we've heard mentions of places like Cebu and Siargao for surfing. You've got the Visaya uh, Islands for uh, diving, for atolls and reefs. World War Two wrecks again. I have to say that the, that World War Two influence in, uh, as a destination is absolutely right. enormous. Barry Kenny will be back, of course, with more and more places to go. It'll be sanitised in future weeks. 